Hey y'all, Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, anything to help you change your mindset so that you have the right perspective and become the better version of yourself. I am your host, Be Wendy Bob. Hi everyone, I hope that you are well wherever you are. I know that we are in some uncertain times at this time, but um, if you are joining this podcast for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've been rocking with me since January 2020, hey, I see you, I feel your love. I thank you so much for your, y'all just be praying for me, pray for me. If you know how to pray, just cover Be Wendy Bob in your prayers because um, I I do talk about things that help you to be, help you and I to be better. I do talk about Jesus. And so the enemy uh, doesn't like that because I know I'm reaching so many people. Um, But let me just share the whys for this podcast. By the time people listen to these podcasts and these episodes, I desire for someone to give his or her life to Christ. Y'all, that is the best. There is nothing in this world that can compare to a relationship with Jesus. And I mean nothing. Like no matter what we do, everything else, you know, I I remember, excuse me, Paul that said, Everything that I I have done, no matter what I have accomplished, it has counted nothing. It is literally, it's pointless when it comes to um, compared to knowing Jesus. So my desire is that somebody gets closer to the Lord, um, reads his or her Bible more, you know, increase prayer life, increase faith, engage in further development and further um, further growth. Um, Also invest early in their mental health by starting therapy. And if you have started therapy by listening to these podcasts, or if you have at least made the call, I am so proud of you. Um, If you are already in therapy and you found this podcast to be in a wonderful addition, I used the the wrong word the last time. I did not mean to say alternative because these are not alternatives to your therapy. These are great additions. So please excuse me for using that wrong word. Um, but I, I hope y'all knew what I meant. And so I just want to say this as a segue that just because I am a licensed clinical social worker and provide therapy every single week, these podcasts, again, are not meant to replace your therapy journey. Um, they are great additions to your journey, but they cannot replace therapy. So if you need a therapist, do you know where to start? If you do not know where to start, you know, let me know and I'll help you. But just quickly, I just want to give you a few tips of how to find a therapist. You can go to www.psychologytoday.com. You can visit Open Path. You can call your insurance and ask them about your benefits. Do you have benefits for mental health therapy? And if you do, ask them to give you a list of therapists in your network. It's always good to ask them about your deductible um, and all those things. And also, lastly but not least, it always works. Google. Just Google therapy or therapists in your area. It always works. A lot of people have found me just by clicking Googling uh, or just by Googling for uh, a black therapist or a Christian therapist or a therapist in their area. So I will go depth into I will go into depth. That may be a whole nother podcast episode about about, you know, seeking a therapist and all of those things. So have you listened to episode number 31 on pursuing wellness part two? Um, part two series. It was on spiritual wellness. Um, that encouraged me so much. Y'all, I go back and listen to my own episodes, my own podcast, because they do bless me. Um, they really, really do. So I hope that they're blessing you as well. If you have not listened to episode number 31, you may want to pause this one and go listen to the other one. 
um, just a quick reminder, don't forget to post a, re- a brief review on iTunes or wherever you li- you most listen to your podcast because uh, if these podcasts are blessing your life, you know, uh, post a review. But even if you don't post a review, spread the word. If you never tell me, that's okay because I do this as unto the Lord. So spread the word, share these podcasts with a friend, with someone else. Um, by spreading the word, you sh- you just allow other people to be encouraged as you are. So today, welcome to episode number 32. And it is impressed upon me, y'all, to do a part three of the wellness series. Uh, it's called What's Hinders, What Hinders Your Spiritual Wellness? Part three of the wellness series, What Hinders Your Spiritual Wellness? So last time, I talked about spiritual wellness. I I broke down wellness. Um, I mentioned that wellness has to be intentional. And if you have really, really been focused on intentionally practicing wellness, hey, I'm proud of you because it is so necessary. And so I talked about before that wellness has to be consistently taking steps to ensure that you are fulfilled in every way, right? Whether that's spiritually, emotionally, physically, uh, relationally, socially, occupationally, environmentally, every single way, intellectually even, right? And last episode, I mentioned that spiritual wellness involves living in a way that honors the Lord in everything that we do and say and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us. And a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about if you you do not know Christ. And I, I, I assure you that I will address that. But there are so many things that hinder. There are so many things that hinder spiritual wellness. And it is so critical that we focus on this for a few minutes. I'm not gonna be before you long because let me just say, tell you that these hindrances to our spiritual wellness affect every other area in our lives. It especially affects our spiritual growth and especially affects our mental health as well. So before we dive in, I want you to know that this is not an all exhaustive list. So you may have some more things to add. You may have some more things that you think about and that is okay. I just want to highlight five of those things that can hinder your spiritual wellness. I hope you have your journal. Um, Again, if you're joining in for the first time, I really, really love these episodes to be reflective. I think that I give a lot of content to be able to help you to engage in your own reflection. And so, so 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 please bring your journals, Grab a piece of paper, grab a notebook. It doesn't have to be your your cute, fancy journal. Grab your cup of tea, you know, feel free to pause and just come back, sit, be relaxed and let's, let's go. So five hindrances that can, um, that can hinder, thank five things. Let me slow down. I get excited and I talk too fast and I'm just going to take a sip of my tea. Okay. Hold on one second. Okay. So five things that can hinder our spiritual wellness. Number one, unresolved trauma and abandonment. Mm. Y'all, so many people are walking around with unresolved trauma and abandonment, rejection. And for every trauma, there is usually a narrative. A narrative is a story that people tell themselves. And so a lot of people have mommy wounds and daddy wounds and all kinds of 
things that have happened to people. And trust me, I hear the stories every single week. I am a therapist. And so I hear the stories. I walk through the the pain with my clients. I walk through that. And we and I always tell them, okay, after we're done processing, after we move through, after I hear the story, we cannot change the trauma. But, we, but I can help you to rewrite your narrative. I'm always working with clients to help them rewrite their narratives. And so a lot of times people have narratives such as because of what they've been through, they have narratives such as God has left me. God doesn't care for me. God has abandoned me. God allowed these horrible things to happen. How could he be God and he know everything and yet let this happen to me? And notice I said these things are unresolved, right? Because they haven't done the necessary work in therapy. They haven't received healing and deliverance from the Lord. And they still have some unhealthy perspectives about the love of God or God himself, who is love, okay? Can I just set the record straight really quickly? And I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of details about this um, because this is a different context, but I just want to set the record straight really quickly. And I want you to know that God loves you, okay? God loves you and he loves me so much and he knows every feeling that you feel. I mean, y'all, he sent his only son, to die on the cross for you and me. And he didn't, Jesus did not die some cute death, okay? He was crucified. He was wounded for our transgressions. He received 39 stripes on his back. And each stripe represented a sickness, your illness, your trauma, your hurt, your wound, your burden. Each stripe represents every single thing that you have been through, that you and I have been through, okay? God, he loves you. He's not a God who wants to see moms separated from their babies. He's not a God who wants to see dads abuse their daughters. God is not a God who allows abandonment and rejection and trauma. And unfortunately, you know, there is a thing called sin, right? And the moment that sin entered into the earth through disobedience of Adam and Eve, unfortunately, evil became present. And yes, because of that, bad things happen to good people because of sin. It has nothing to do with God. There is a real enemy called the devil. Uh, All of that is part of sin and and disobedience. So I just wanted to kind of say that, but these narratives hinder people from walking, from having spiritual wellness because they believe these narratives. They believe. So if I believe, and can I just be transparent? I used to think, I used to really struggle with seeing God as a daddy. Because I did not have the most beautiful relationship with my father. I'm just going to be honest. And, you know, I I am a pastor's daughter and um, it just wasn't the best relationship. I'm just going to be honest. It just wasn't the best relationship. And I used to struggle with low self-esteem and, and, and rejection. And I used to struggle with self-loathing and, and all of my the weight issues that I had kind of stemmed in all of that. And I used to have issues with how am I supposed to see God as a dad when my own father, you know, I don't feel, I didn't feel loved or validated by him. Now, again, this is just something I used to feel, used to think, okay? 
this is not my current narrative, my current situation, but I used to have struggles with receiving God as a dad. And so if I were to ask you the question, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, or even if you haven't, this this relates to you too. Because a lot of people don't want this thing called God because they're like, well, look, my own father raped me. My own father did never, didn't even want me. My own father said, I don't even exist to him. So why would I serve this God that y'all calling daddy and Abba father? Like, why would I want a God like that? And so this brokenness this oh this unresolved trauma and abandonment is it causes so much lies of the enemy to keep people from wanting spirit anything spiritual relationship with god any anything to do with god and so it keeps people in the prison of their own narratives do you hear what i'm saying I feel the anointing just saying this. And I did not mean to to even, I didn't even plan to share a bit of my transparency with you today because I know I have so many different people from different walks of life listening to these episodes, but I, I just wanted to be real. Okay. That's how you're going to listen to me and, and really taking what I'm saying. God had to heal. I had to really help God to help me change my perspective so that I can be healed in my mind and receive his love. So unresolved trauma and abandonment, if you are not, if you don't go through the healing, you can go to the best therapist in the world. But really, God is the healer. And I, trust me, I'm saying this. God is the healer. He is the deliverer. And I've done, that's why I love working with Christians. I love providing Christ-centered counseling because I know I can go there with them. I know that they welcome that. They want They want the prayer. They want to incorporate the word. They want to know how to use the tools. But I balance it out really, really well. I'm not always putting scripture in, in therapy. Okay? So that's the first thing because I just got excited with this one. And I don't want to run out of time. The second thing that can hinder spiritual wellness uh, is unbelief and doubt. Y'all, this is a big one. Many people don't believe God's word for themselves. They may say they believe they believe it for you. They believe it for them but or someone else, but they don't believe it for themselves. They don't even believe in God. They don't really want to trust the Lord because perhaps the unresolved narratives, the last, the, 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 the unresolved narrative is that the last time they trusted, they were hurt. So if the last time I trusted, I was hurt. The last time I, you know, that I tried to, you know, that, that because my life has been such in shambles, why would I believe? Like if I, be, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of people that struggle with how can I trust God again as a father when my own father disowned me, kind of going back to the previous one. Okay. And a lot of people think that if I choose to believe, then that means I lose control. And so it's a combination of unbelief and doubt, but it's all kind of grounded in pride or control. I know that's a lot. And there are so many examples in the New Testament where Jesus told the people, your faith has made you whole. So let me say, see, let me just say it another way. Unbelief and doubt hinder and prevent you from experiencing wellness, wholeness, and total healing. If let me just give you a natural example, okay? If your coach told you that, hey, you know, you you got to change your eating in order for you to lose this weight, you got to watch. You 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 need to get rid of this sugar. You need to get rid of this 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 processed meats and processed foods. You need to get rid of this. You need to incorporate a plant based diet. And if you don't if you don't believe what she's saying, do you think you're gonna do it? No. 
you're not going to jump on board. You're not going to do anything. You're going to keep doing the things that you're doing because it's familiar to you and you think you're right. Even if you're sick, even if you know that you keep getting bigger and bigger, you know that you're struggling with obesity, you know that you can't concentrate at work, you know that you're struggling in your body, you know that you can't sleep at night, but your coach is giving you everything you need to be able to get to be to be able to be physically well, but because you don't believe or because you have doubt, you're not going to get started. Unbelief and doubt hinder the hinder and prevent you us from experiencing wellness, wholeness and total healing. I have had many clients and I can tell when a client is not, um, y'all, this is getting so good. I don't know if I'll be able to finish this whole thing today, but I have had many clients that, uh, I can tell when they weren't ready to change. There's different phases of motivation, different stages of motivation. And I, I'm going to go into that in a whole different episode, but, but I can tell I can tell when a client is ready to work and I can tell when a client is in, with, with me, but they're not really being vulnerable. They're not really being honest. They're not really ready to work. Okay. And that hinders their healing that hinders their progress because they want to do what they want to do. They want to keep going and being, you know, doing, doing all the things that they were doing that weren't working in the first place. Right? So we, we see an instance when the disciples in the Bible tried to pray for this boy. There was this boy who was demon possessed. In Luke, if you want to look at it, Luke, the, 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 the scripture is Luke 9, 40 to 41. But the disciples could not cast the demon out. And you know what Jesus says? Jesus calls them faithless and corrupt. Okay, we see that in Luke 8, 22 to 24, that while the disciples were on the boat and Jesus was fast asleep, a storm came, the winds were high, the waves were high, and the unbelief was manifested by fear, panic, and anxiety. And the disciples were freaking out and woke the master up. What did he say to them? Where is your faith? Can I just share one more example? Thank you. The one person who should have given up who should have stopped believing was the woman with the blood disorder for 12 years. Okay. I mean, she bled for 12 years. And back then that was a curse. This woman spent all of her money. Women, can you imagine that? Can you imagine bleeding for 12 years? This woman has been, had been rejected over and over and over again. She spent all of her money, all of her resources, and to be told these words right here. There is nothing that we can do for you, ma'am. She got worse. She got worse. But you know what? Even in her state of uncleanness, she was weak. She was tired. But she said something within herself. If I can just touch the hem of his garment. Ooh, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made clean. And what, what happened? Her faith made her well. This is in Luke 8, 43 to 48. And one more, Matthew 8, verse 2. There was this man with leprosy, okay? And he approached Jesus and he knelt before him and said, God, Lord, he said, Lord, if you are willing, can you heal me and make me clean? You know what Jesus said? I am willing. Sister, my brother, friend, look, Jesus is willing to heal you. There is nothing that he cannot heal. He is willing to heal you and he's willing to heal you. He's willing to make you well. Believing is the key to your wellness. Okay. 
Now, so the first one was, again, these I'm talking about uh, hindrances, five hindrances, five things that could hinder your spiritual wellness. The first one was unresolved trauma and abandonment. The second one was unbelief and doubt. The third one, y'all ready? Okay. Unforgiveness. Ooh, let me tell you, so many people are walking around with unforgiveness and bitterness that hinders, and that hinders their wellness and total healing. So many people feel like if I forgive, that means I am letting them off the hook and feel like this person or these people need to pay. But let me tell you, forgiveness is about your freedom. It's about letting them go so that you can be free. So many are dealing with sickness and all kinds of issues because they are bitter and have not forgiven. I encourage you to evaluate your life. Is there something that you have not let go? My dears, listeners this will hinder your wellness and healing let me just level set this for a second and i know i gotta run first john 1 and 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we don't forgive others how can we expect god to forgive us do you want to be well in your spirit do you want to be well in your body do you want to be well in your mind then choose to forgive. Okay? Number four. So I've talked about, again, five hindrances, five things that can hinder your spiritual wellness. Number one, unresolved trauma and abandonment. Number two, unbelief and doubt. Number three, unforgiveness. Number four, worry. My pastor often quoted this thing called, and he says, he will say this, worry is like a rocking chair. You're rocking, but you're not going anywhere. (laughs) Y'all, Worry keeps people paralyzed. Many people are stricken with this need to worry. They worry about the past. They worry about the present. They worry about the future. They live in the what if this doesn't work world. Okay. I want you to ask yourself, has that worked for you? This is a question I often ask my clients. Is it working? Has that worked for you? The last time you were worrying about everyone and everything, how did you feel? Worrying and negative thinking patterns are toxic for wellness. And they lead to it leads to toxic stress, which certainly hinders your spiritual wellness and wellness overall. The things that you're worrying about, ask yourself, what can I control in this moment? Can I tell you this? There is an actual enemy called Satan who does not want you to be well. He does not want you to be clear-headed, to think, to pray, and even know who you are. He does not want you to be peace, to be in peace, or even experience peace. And guess what? The more you worry, You hinder and prevent your wellness and you rob yourself of experiencing peace. And experiencing peace is a huge part of spiritual wellness. So what does worrying cost you? What is worrying costing you? There is no reward with worrying. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. Then you will experience the peace of God, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Then the other one, the next one, number five, negative associations. I'm going to try to get this. I'm going to try to get through y'all because I'm running out of time. And I left this for last. If you're struggling with lack of spiritual wellness, evaluate your life and your networks. Who are you associated with? Who is speaking in your ear? Who is influencing you? Who is inviting you to gossip? Who are you soulishly tied to? Soul ties are not necessarily only happening in sexually uh, sexual relationships or, or with the opposite sex, but 
people can have ungodly soul ties within friendships. These negative associations can hinder your healing. Guess what? The Bible says, bad company corrupts good character. Mm. 1 Corinthians 13, 33. Check it out. This could also mean that you are distracted with your friendship activities, that it keeps you away from spending time in your word and in prayer. It, it is important to have the right people around you, the right squad. So will you evaluate your squad? Who is in your life to help you get well or help you hold, hold you accountable? There was a man who was paralyzed and his friends were selfless and were determined to get their friend to Jesus by any means necessary. You know what they did? They put a hole in a roof which they, and they caused their friend. They made sure their friend was in front of Jesus so he can get well spiritually, so he can get well physically. Do you have friends who want you to be well spiritually? You're not going to be well with codependent relationships or negative associations. So these are the five things that can hinder your spiritual wellness. There are probably more, but I just, I'm running out of time, y'all, and I'm, I may have to come back. But check your wellness thermometer by checking for each of those issues. And if any of those things resonate with you, Jesus wants you well. The Lord says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of uh, good for good, good and not for evil plans to give you a hope and a future. And I love the scripture because there's so much future in it. Lastly, 3 John chapter 2 says, Beloved, I wish I wish above all things that you prosper and be in wealth and be in health as your soul prospers. The NIV version says, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may good be, I'm sorry, that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. I'm so excited I'm talking so fast. So please, y'all just bear with me, okay? I hope that you are encouraged by this message and that you take time to lean in into this time of reflection. The Lord wants you well. Make that a declaration today. Make it an affirmation that the Lord wants me well. He, he has great plans for me. He has amazing plans for me. One day I'll share my affirmations or declarations that I say over myself. Maybe I'll share that with you one episode. So as you take time to evaluate, I cannot leave this episode without highlighting the main ingredient to spiritual wellness, that is salvation. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, will you do that? I pray that the Lord touches your heart today and moves you to the word salvation. I pray that you give your life to Christ and that you invite him into your heart, that you confess him as Lord and personal Savior, Jesus Christ, and you believe him to be Lord of your salvation, to, be, to believe him to be Lord of your heart. I pray that you never are the same again. I pray for spiritual wellness for you and your family and your loved ones and your children and their children. I pray the favor of the Lord rest upon you and I plead the blood of Jesus over you and me. Hey, post a review. Email me at bewendybob at empowered to empower you.com or find me on IG at empowered the number to serve. Share this podcast with someone. I know that I was talking really, really fast. But if I was talking too fast, let me know. Um, I, I hope that you were able to grab everything uh, that I said today. I will probably come back with wellness episode part four. So stay tuned. I love you. And Jesus loves you way more. Have a wonderful week on purpose. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.